0: Hi, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Macworld Podcast. This is episode 587. It's January 3rd, 2018. I'm still writing 2017 on all of my tweets. Um, My name is Suzy Oaks. I am the former executive editor of Macworld and now just a special friend um, and contributor. With me today, sitting eighty-five miles to my east, is uh, MacWorld editor Jason Cross. Hello, Jason. Hello, senior editor, executive editor. What are they calling you these days?
1: Uh, I'm actually staff writer.
0: Oh, okay, awesome. Welcome to the podcast again. And sitting twenty-six hundred and seventy-three miles to my east (laughs) is uh, MacWorld staff writer Michael Simon. Hi, Mike. How are you doing?
2: Hello, Susie. Good afternoon from where I am.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's not even morning anymore. Welcome to the future. So there's a lot to go over today. It's been a couple of weeks since we've podcasted and happy new year to everyone out there in podcast land. We're live on Facebook and Twitter. So send us your questions and we will get right to those. The first thing we want to talk about is probably the biggest Apple story to happen in the last couple of weeks, which is the battery gates. Um, Apple got kind of busted for throttling phones that had a uh, crappy batteries, and this makes a lot of sense from a technical standpoint, but was also really annoying from just you yeah. know, a customer perspective standpoint. Um, Apple has a thing where like, they're always truthful, but they're not exactly honest, which they'd be as honest <laughs> as they are truthful. So right. now we have the honesty and the truth, and to make it better, Apple has announced a battery replacement program. Mike wrote a great FAQ on Macworld about this, so do you want to just run us through the highlights, Mike?
2: Sure, yeah, what, what's going on is um, if you have an iPhone 6, and you probably noticed this on the iPhone 5 and 5S as well, but Apple cut it off at the 6. So 6, 6S for the most part are the, are the biggest culprits here. And what Apple did in, in iOS 10.2.1, unbeknownst to everybody except for a few members of the press who talked about it last year and no one really picked up on it, mm-hmm. they, they started to um, throttle the CPU when the battery dipped below a certain level i think that was a, I mean, maybe 70 percent. i'm not sure what the uh, what the threshold was so Scams. what they did was yeah yeah the, like, it's, right so they kind of mitigated battery uh, battery capa- uh, <clears throat> battery life versus um performance mm-hmm. to get the most middle of the road performance on your phone so yeah. it'll it'll last long enough and it'll work well enough but you won't be getting the most battery life and you won't be getting the most performance. And it'll be less than when you bought it.
1: Then, I'm sorry to, to interrupt, but part of the, in the, in the notes for that update, they actually said they were doing it, but not that they were throttling the CPU. They said like something like optimizing, uh, optimizing even, performance
0: or yeah. Yeah.
1: They didn't even say battery. They said like something like optimizing power or something. Uh, and the, the, problem was uh shutdowns people were complaining about oh my my iphone randomly shuts down it randomly restarts
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: was because voltages peak voltages weren't being delivered by batteries that had degraded cuz they were old because they got hot too often whatever you know so they were doing it to fix that and it did fix that but it also made peak performance go lower on older batteries once they got lower once the battery started to drain.
0: Yeah, the, the, the calendar of when iPhones come out and when iOS updates come out also is sort mm-hmm. of a funny factor because as Jason mentioned, batteries do degrade when they go through like a lot of, they're in uh, hot areas a lot or even extreme cold can also um, mm-hmm. degrade a battery. Mm-hmm. Um, but so iPhones come out in the you know the fall and the winter and then you kind of take it through the colder part of the year here in North America and then you get through the hot, hot summer and then all of a sudden, boom, New iOS comes out and has these you know weird little optimizations, and new iPhones come out. So the conspiracy theorists on the internet, bless them all, um, were like, "Oh, <laughs> Apple is trying to get you to buy a new phone." Apple obviously would love for you to buy a new phone, but they're also trying to just make the phone that you have not just clunk out all the time. Right. And exactly. you know, you just went through the hottest part of the year, like so. You know, it's 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 kind of funny that I think that their their life cycle might be affected by the seasons as well. as you know all the wear and tear that you put on the battery battery
1: chemistry is a weird thing it's not like electronic parts that are predictable it's it's chemistry yeah and it's and when it's when you recharge and discharge your phone a lot it degrades the battery when you phone gets hot and then cold quickly, it degrades the battery. When you charge your phone inside your hot truck in the middle of the summer, mm-hmm. it degrades mm-hmm. your battery more than when you charge it in your nice, cool apartment. You know, it's it's all very variable, it's all very weird, it doesn't impact everybody the same way. One person with a two-year-old battery may have it be very degraded compared to somebody else with a two-year-old battery that's not very degraded at all, just depending on how you're using your phone and how mm-hmm. what environments and how you're charging it and all these other things. Right. So it's been very hard to for people to pin down because, as Michael pointed out, and as, as Susie, Susie, as you said, how they're they're honest. They're what is it? They're truthful, but not honest or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like they t- they told people, but they didn't tell people. Yeah. Right? They didn't really explain why.
0: Doing. Now everyone kind of gets what's going on. And it does make yeah. sense. And, you know, that I, I believe them that they weren't really doing this to sell phones. That's, you know, obviously a happy side effect. But, uh-huh. okay, so they're going to replace batteries at the Apple store for $29 out of warranty. You don't have to have Apple AppleCare. Um, before, yep. that was a $79 fix, so mm-hmm. you're saving 50 bucks. If you just got yours replaced for $79, you could go back and complain. They haven't announced that they're going to give you your $50 bucks back, but they might. Um, some people are finding that they might. Yeah, maybe it's um, a
2: gift card or something.
0: Yeah, and then iFixit, who uh, t- tears down all the phones, of course, and provides those really great um, fix-it guides. They sell battery replacement kits they have also lowered the battery replacement kits um the prices on all of their kits to $29 yeah. or less yep. so if you don't want to go to an apple store you're far from an apple store or you just like taking things apart um y- you can look at all the instructions on, I- on iFixit decide if it's something you're comfortable tackling and then they send you like the battery and all the little tools yeah, little you take tools, it apart. Yeah. it's really yeah. fun so yeah. <laughs> so that's something to keep in mind and then um uh, oh, I guess at the Apple store, there people had been complaining that sometimes you take your battery or you take your phone into the Apple store and you're like, I would like my battery replaced. They run a diagnostic test, which they can even run yeah. remotely. You don't have to take it in. And if the battery wasn 't below eighty percent of its original capacity, sometimes mm. they would refuse, and so people are like, "No, my phone's shutting down it doesn 't last all day i 'm not happy with the battery performance and the geniuses would be like' eh, too bad we 're not going to do it." So I guess Mac rumors is reporting that they got an Apple Store memo. they always get the Apple Store memos um, yeah. that said don 't do that, just replace the battery. Right. people are mad so i mean i 'm sure yeah. apple just didn 't want to like throw away all these batteries that had enough you know plenty of life left in them, but now they 're just going to do it so I
1: I would say if you're um well, first it's iPhone sevens now too. They added in iOS eleven point two. They added iPhone seven to the list of if the battery is degraded, mm-hmm. we're gonna slow down peak performance and stuff. So it's now gonna start impacting more and more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, just if you have a phone that's two years old, even if you don't feel like oh my phone's slowing down so much, even if you don't feel that way, twenty nine dollars is a heck of a deal it to really get your is. battery back yep. to back to full. Like. And and you could get iFixit's kit if, you, if that's fun for you. It's kind of hard to take apart an iPhone I, and yeah. release the battery. It's not
0: fun for me, but, you know.
1: Right. Um, but, you know, if you have an hour, it takes an hour, maybe two, depending on how busy they are. You can go drop it off, get lunch at the mall, whatever, and... Yeah. And you're getting
2: you're getting an official Apple battery installed by official Apple people. So this yeah, no, a, you know, no, you avoided your warranty. You took it apart, like, so it, it's, exactly. it's definitely worth doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're not running your any phone, risks of like screwing right? it up doing it yourself. Yeah, when
1: you sell your phone in a year, you're not going to be selling a phone with like this four-year-old battery. It's going to be a much fresher, newer battery that's not going to be it's going to hold a lot more charge and all that stuff. So, you know, it's, a, it's a probably a good idea for almost anyone with a two year old phone to just go pay $30 and get your battery. And this makes
0: or, picking up a used phone a little more attractive because you could go get, yeah, you know, a used iPhone exactly. six or 6s on, Absolutely. you know, off Craigslist or Facebook or anywhere, and then just go and get it, the battery replaced mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then know that you're kind of starting from pretty fresh. They still or have if, a good CP. If you're though. selling
2: one, you know, if you're selling a used phone on eBay, go fix it and then tell people, yeah, this is a new bag. You know, yeah. yeah
1: we should mention that Apple did say uh, it, when they finally sort of came clean about this in a letter and explained what they're doing and why they're doing it. Um, they also said they're going to have a iOS update sometime early this year oh, yeah. that's going to provide people with more clarity about their battery health. We don't know what that's going to look like, but there'll be probably something in the battery section that'll either run that diagnostic that Susie was talking about for you, or at least give you some sort of green, yellow, red health meter or something that hopefully will tell you like, your phone should never slow down or your phone may slow down when it's low on charge or whatever. Yeah. It's pretty you know.
0: easy to find out that information about your max batteries. So it seems like it, yes. that would be a, a quick fix for them to do on the iOS side. They give you more info now than they used to about like what apps are draining your battery the most. Exactly. But what, yeah, what I really want to know is battery health. Um, when I was reading Mike's FAQ on this issue, he mentioned a uh, mac app i think it's called coconut battery that you can coconut, install on your yeah. mac and then you can use that you tether your phone to your mac and if you uh tell your iphone to let you know, anyway you can check your battery's <laughs> health with a little utility on your mac so i didn't yeah. know about that i'm gonna definitely check that out that yeah seems ios actually too. has
1: all this info sort of under the hood it just mm-hmm. doesn't right. surface it for people and yeah. coconut battery kind of pulls that info and yeah, uh, I, makes I, nice I can, charts yeah. and stuff it's cool
2: when I checked it out, I have an old iPhone 6s, and mine was at 50 percent so um, and I never really noticed that it w- I mean I, I did notice, but I didn't notice that it was like horribly bad, but yeah you know, so presumably when I go get mine uh, installed, which I'm going to do, even though it's an old phone I' might as well. Mm-hmm. That should you know it should be a noticeable difference both in performance and in how long it lasts throughout the day. Right. I
0: have a six and a six S right now because I just give all my old phones to my husband. So yeah. I and he doesn't <laughs> complain about them because I mean I'm like does it last all day? He's like yeah, it's pretty good, but he's not you know a, as a power user I guess as some people. Yeah. So um, I, I'm really fascinated in checking. I can't wait to go install that and check.
3: And sitting yeah. twenty feet away from Susie is is me Dan <laughs> also, Hi Dan. Pulling a classic Roman move. <laughs> Uh, and forgetting me. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. But, but Mike Simon might remember that I tried to replace my it iPhone did. 5S battery and failed.
0: So spectacular
3: disaster. Yeah. So, <laughs> just not, too much glue. Did, or... Just did not turn back on. Never turned back oh, on. Oh, so, like It seemed
0: like it all went okay, and then it just bricked. It wouldn't turn back it on. It wouldn't turn back on. Oh. So, I'm
3: going to say for the same price, go to the Apple Store. Yeah. Don't even like. They should oh, be really? selling it for $19. I mean, the
0: town I grew up <laughs> in is like four hours from an Apple store. Yeah. So, you know, we have our big city privilege that I, I can go to like 10 Apple stores today. But, you know, mm-hmm. some people don't really have that luxury. It's
1: true, yeah. I mean, you can it, mail it in. You can mail it in. If you you're can mail okay it in. with being without your phone for four or five days. No! They do it by mail. But, you know, you can... Uh, you can mail it in. My precious.
3: And we, and we also have two questions on Twitter. <gasps> Hi, um Twitter. First is the question, is this in the UK and Europe as well? And I, then I Chris on, is also saying, <laughs> uh, I notice on my 6S when I'm streaming, I get to 20% and it shuts down, trying to make people upgrade quicker, question mark.
0: Well, so, I mean, streaming uh, is a resource-intensive yeah. task, and, yeah. you know, the OS has to make decisions all the time about, like, you know, how much power it can give a task before the hardware clunks out. So, so yeah, if you're shutting down a lot at, and it says 20%, then, yeah, you'd be a good candidate for replacing your battery.
1: Yeah, the phone, if, you're, if you mean your whole phone shuts down, not, not the stream you're doing, then that's... Um then that's the, exactly the issue they right. did this update to help prevent. That kind of thing was happening a lot more. As mm-hmm. your as your battery charge gets lower, peak voltage uh, isn't, they're not able to deliver as much peak voltage. And mm-hmm. then when you try and do a high performance task, everything blows up on you. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, go get the battery replacement. <laughs> do we know if it's in the, the Europe and UK yet? I haven't I heard. I don't
0: know.
2: I'm not sure either. Yeah, the, the message
1: was on the U.S. Right. website. And they gave U.S. dollars for things. Right,
2: yeah. So I'm not 100% sure that it is global or even just in the U.K. It should be. I mean, phones are phones. I mean, this yeah. isn't a U.S. issue. Right.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, hopefully this is, uh, well, if it if it isn't everywhere, it will be everywhere. You should sure. call your Apple store and, and demand the same parity as, as we're getting over <laughs> here. That's um, yeah, I was, um,
2: I was surprised and somewhat um, impressed with the speed at which Apple kind of handled this and addressed it and implemented this program. Usually Apple drags its feet until it's a waits for something to blow over or kind of blow away. Maybe
0: they knew it was coming and they had this all Maybe. ready to go and then it came and it they really, were like, okay, it's it, deploy, plan, cue. <laughs> it feels that it's, it's,
2: way. It's real possible that, that it was, that they knew
1: that at some point
2: someone was going to dig this up. <laughs> they seem to have a lot of pages
1: on apple ready to go like there's there's all these like technical explainers now about how batteries work and stuff now on apple.com just like all of a sudden feels like either somebody really burned the midnight oil they kind of had this stuff ready to go
0: they do good work over there good job
2: guys the letter the letter was very clear and there was no like okay what are we doing like it was this is what you're doing this is why it happened this is what we're doing to fix it and this is what we're going to do in the future and yeah. Within like it was up within in like five days over a holiday break. So, you know, I was I was impressed with the speed that they moved on it.
0: Yeah, me too.
2: I just
3: looked at the website on um, for Apple's UK, and mm-hmm. it says seventy nine mm-hmm. pounds.
1: Still, that's too many okay, pounds. So that's yeah. the old price. Yep. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's crazy. That's even more. I mean, because
0: a pound is more than a dollar, right? Yeah. That's close.
1: The, the, oh, yeah, yeah the. Um, Closer than what it was, but it's still more.
2: And that, that makes no sense. Oh. I mean, it's a it's a phone.
1: Yeah, I'm like sorry. There's, I'm looking at the letter um, the on the UK site, um, and it does say reducing the price of out-of-warranty iPhone battery by 54 pounds, from 79 pounds to 25 oh, okay. pounds. Oh, good. So it's um so there you go. Go be, if
0: you're yeah. outside the US, go to Apple's home page in your country and look at the letter and it should be localized to your mm. home currency. Okay, you know? that that's
1: that's that makes sense. That's good. <laughs> Last note before we move on is that we should um it's only till December of twenty eighteen. Oh so hold, don't yeah. hold off getting that battery right. replacement forever thinking I'll hold off as long as I can and then I'll have a new battery long, you know. Maybe they'll maybe they will extend it forever, but they're only promising through December twenty eighteen. So That's a get good it done point.
0: And that sounds like a lot of time, but time keeps on slipping, <laughs> slipping, slipping yeah. into the future. So fly like an yeah. eagle down to the Apple store and get a new battery. And on
3: <laughs> real quick on Twitter, uh, oh. Lyric Girl is saying it's thirty five
2: euros in Latvia.
0: Oh. Okay. All right. So
1: Reasonable, reasonable, yeah.
0: Yeah. Good. Is,
2: um, I've, I've gotten a couple enjoy. of questions over email about people with iPads that have, maybe they've experienced similar issues or maybe they're just curious, but they're mm-hmm. also wondering if that's part of it. As of now, it's not. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if iOS 10 or 11 does that on the iPad. I don't even know if it's an issue. Well, so the because, iPad's
0: it, battery it is yeah. like so much bigger. I only have yeah. to charge my iPad like once a week. So right. I feel I mean, like it's, it's, it would take so many, so much longer just to even get the charge cycles yeah. in to degrade the battery that far. So, But yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. Does coconut battery work if you connect an iPad to your Mac? Can you check on battery yeah. health that it'll, way?
2: It'll, it'll show. I it wonder what my first gen iPad the, um, is doing.
1: The slowdown thing in iOS is not on iPads because okay. those batteries, the size of those batteries is such that they're able to continue delivering the peak voltage that's needed uh, even after they've degraded a bit, even when the charge gets lower. So that's not really the issue that it is. It's a screen
0: phones. with a battery behind it and like a few
1: yeah. little computer parts. a tiny little circuit board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Cool. Uh, one thing I
2: found amusing, just to one more point uh, <laughs> as an Android user, as soon as Apple released this, like Samsung and Motorola and HTC, they're like, oh yeah, we don't do that. As if to say, you know, we're proud of that fact. Maybe they should, because Android phones after two years are basically unusable. Yeah. Yeah. So at least Apple's trying to prolong the life of your phones a little bit. Apple's like, we
0: know exactly what hardware is in all of our phones, (laughs) and we know we create all the software, and we're going to make it work as well together as possible. That's gonna have some unforeseen things that we're gonna be, you know, truthful but less than honest about. And yeah, it's like it's funny that Android's like, we don't do yeah, that. Yeah, of course hidden, you don't do that because that, you just don't help on on that level. You don't
1: update the OS at all. Like you're left <laughs> <lucky enough. laughs> update after one year. <laughs> oh, it's definitely sure. not gonna slow you down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we don't optimize but performance or update m- our OS. Yeah. Uh,
2: even like the Nexus phones that do get updates. Like I, I have a Nexus Six from six uh, P from two years ago, and I can't use that every day and we yep. forget
1: and those so, even stop updating after two years that's that's yeah. a the major, long the long major issue we're not going to get into on the
2: medical <laughs> the, the new pixels are three years now so google oh, is trying good. to push that forward yeah that's good yeah so
0: yeah. The, i guess the the main point of the story is that a lot of people think that phones are unusable after two years not so it's the battery yeah. Um okay.
1: And, and go get it replaced. Go get it replaced.
0: Get Why not? This is the time. This year, 2018 yeah. is the year of new going batteries. Going be... yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on to another story that is going to be bigger than it is right now. Right now it's just kind of really interesting. Um so there's a report in the Guardian that Intel chips, like a lot of them, all of them uh, are oh, having yeah. uh, a bug that affects security and performance. And uh, Jason can tell us a little bit about this.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much every Intel chip made in the last ten years. That's a lot of has, chips. Yeah, which is all, all of them. There's <laughs> a lot. <of> <laughs>
0: has,
1: uh, including including the server stuff and everything, um, they mm. all have a they have a bug that. Uh, it's it's actually rather complicated, but it deals with how memory is addressed, protected memory is addressed, and how um, basically one process can impact the memory of another process, another protected process. This really impacts things that do virtual lot, virtualization a lot, like servers, but also certain classes of user applications do this. And there so there has to be a fix, and the fix has to be deep down in your operating system, like Linux kernels, Windows NT kernels, Mac OS kernel, has to be updated to fix these things, and they are. They're doing patches for these things. Uh, Apple has not announced a patch, but there's no reason this is not going to impact Mac OS. It's a hardware problem with Intel uh, that they're going to need a patch Mac OS to fix, uh, and Windows and Linux are getting patches. and The patch is going to degrade performance. The way they access memory is going to have to be changed to work around this bug, and that impact could be significant, depending on what the task is, depending on what the particular application is, right. how it accesses memory, and all that stuff. So it's people are throwing around numbers like anywhere from five percent to thirty percent. You know, Ooh. which thirty percent would be enormous. Yes, <laughs> but I think that's going to be mostly slightly older Intel processors that that don't have some of new, the newer hardware features, and when you're doing big server virtualization stuff and other uh, things like certain games and stuff just don't even, it's zero, no impact at all. So it's hit and miss. We don't know a lot about it. They haven't released really detailed technical details. It's kind of it's under embargo
0: issue. to sort of let the companies get ahead of it, right? And right. Then- yeah, it's a security problem. Yeah. So they
1: can't really tell everybody so that they can all get the hacks out <laughs> yeah. faster than the fix. Um, but these fixes are coming and they are going to, they're certainly going to impact performance to some degree mm. on some tasks. Well,
2: what's interesting from the Mac side, um, yeah, Apple has not addressed it in any way. I mean, not even they haven't, they haven't said anything. But uh, as Jason said, it, it's they, they say that older Intel processors are probably going to get hit more. And most Macs are a step or two behind on the Intel generations. Yeah. So we're going to have to see, like, what you know is Apple going to have a a processor replacement program in the Apple Store now? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: doubt it. No.
0: I, 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 think, I, I think most
1: of the stuff people use on their Macs it really aren't going to be impacted by this a whole lot. I think it's usually, it's mostly server stuff, and it's the the one tricky part is it seems like from early uh, reports from people testing out the patch, the kernel patches on Linux for this stuff, is that things like um, compilers for uh, app development and mm. stuff tend to be one of the harder hit things and depending on how uh Apple's you know Macs are super popular for app development cuz yeah. that's how you have to develop all those iPhone apps that's that could impact that to some degree so we'll see
2: and they just released
1: a $5000
2: iMac that I'm sure those people are buying so yeah.
0: we'll see oh, yeah. and that's and impacted
1: gonna... as well yep yeah. everything so so, they yeah, this isn't going to gonna be the last something.
0: we hear about this story. It's going to come back um, a few times. We're going to find out more like technical details about the bug. And then, of course, there will be uh, um, you know, really important patches coming down the line. Because, uh, I mean, the, the bug can, can uh, uh, make vulnerable data that's in your kernel and you just really really don't want that. Yeah, so. it's,
1: it, it could be a very, very serious security problem. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, make sure to keep your Macs updated and we'll we'll keep you updated as well um, when we find out more. Cool. Um, and another more fun rumor. Um, this is like kind of a zombie rumor cuz I feel like I've heard it before and it won't die. Um yeah. but it it's here it is a, a new year same rumor um Apple could buy Netflix. Sure. I mean, yeah. Apple could buy, you know, the country of <laughs> China, like yeah, Apple could buy anything. But um, yeah. so, you know, they've been working supposedly on their own streaming service, bundle channels, package, some kind of streaming product to go with their streaming box. Yep. Um, it hasn't happened. We've heard about it for years. Um, so, you know, they could just kind of go and, and, and buy one instead of building their yeah. own because it turns out that these content deals are really hard.
1: They're making a lot of original content, they're spending a lot of money on that. We know mm-hmm. that. Um, Uh, Which hasn't shown up yet, but they're going to do, you know, um, the big one I'm looking forward to is, was it Amazing Tales? Amazing Stories. stories. I used to love Amazing Stories, so they're reviving Amazing Stories, the Spielberg and stuff. Um, And who knows how these things are going to get to us, like, through what what of... uh, apple's avenues are we going to be able to watch these things is it a new service or whatever but the idea that they'll the whole point of this is that there were a couple city analysts who said apple's sitting on a giant pile of cash which analysts financial what analysts, they buy they, yeah they hate Remember. they hate that and mm-hmm. they always say that's such a problem they need to spend this cash mm-hmm. and that year after year they say that and apple just keeps hoarding cash and they never
0: apple's they very buy... comfortable with their mountain of cash yeah like, they buy hmm. a lot of
1: companies but for much smaller amounts mm-hmm. like like smaller things and they go, Oh, there's been the new tax code, they're gonna repatriate all this overseas money and then they'll buy Netflix, which will cost like ninety or a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I it mean, would be and,
0: such a huge acquisition yeah. if it happened. It yeah, would be like and- <sighs> And I just don't know why they would. It's
1: they don't need what Netflix has, really.
0: This is a very know. analyst rumor because, like, Apple wants to do a streaming service. Like Netflix is a big streaming service that would cost a lot of money. Apple has a lot of money. Like, yeah, it's like the it's like the Apple right. TV thing where they're just like yeah. they could, so they should. But you know, they might right. not. But um, Apple would do
1: it all in house. They, I mean, they're already going that way. They, yeah, they would just do it themselves. But
0: the stuff they're making is like, ugh, yeah. Netflix makes. Yeah, some I don't good think.
2: Stuff. Um, I don't think Netflix has what Apple necessarily wants anyway. I mean, they have great shows and great movies and great, a whole great stream of content, which you can watch on any Apple device. No problem. Mm-hmm. But what Apple wants is that over the top skinny bundle to rule all over the top skinny bundles. And Netflix doesn't have that. All right. they have is, is licenses for a bunch of previously recorded content, which Apple can get on its own. It can Apple. I think Apple is going to spend a bundle on making its own shows in, in the, in the Apple way, which will be very family friendly and very, and very kind of, you know, not. Netflix type shows. I mean, that's, yeah. that's Apple's way of doing things. And I
0: mean, iTunes movies only play on one streaming box. You know, Apple yeah. Music only really works. You know, on on a certain subset of devices. And Netflix. I mean, th- there's no wider streaming service than Netflix. It works on literally everything. There's like yeah, right. refrigerators that can show you Netflix. Yeah, and they can't they can't like unring that bell. They can't just go right. back and be like, oh, we bought Netflix and we're pulling it from the Fire TV and we're pulling it from Roku, that would, like, th- that would be That so would bad. probably
1: violate a lot of those license agreements yeah. they have to, yeah. to get content. You yeah. know, they wouldn't would get also, new content, in fact.
2: That would ultimately hurt Apple way more than it helps it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason Apple Music is on Android and stuff is, to, is because to get all of those like, recording licenses to from, you know, recording publishers and stuff, you have to be more on more than just apple devices.
0: Yeah. You know, but I mean it's never sort of going to be place. on the echo and it's never going to be on like Google exactly. Home like they're going to they're, they're making HomePod as the Apple Music speaker. So like, you know, mm-hmm. they, they 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 don't they don't really do that. So yeah, this exactly. is a really analyst rumor. It's one of those things mm-hmm. where you're like, "Oh, what if?" because it's big numbers and it's fun to kind of speculate, The but. funniest
1: thing to me was they put up they they said there's a 40% chance. Like they up <laughs> a number like they know like forty percent. Why not forty three percent? You know, why, make make up a people number. People can sounds... make up
0: numbers to prove anything. Forty percent of all people know that. I
3: uh. mean, I think I think even
2: if Netflix approached Apple and said, "Listen, for ten billion, you can have us." I think even then, it just doesn't make sense. With with Beats, when they bought Beats, it was a perfect match. They needed a streaming service; they didn't have one, and they you know they got into the headphone market, which they were you know not really into as well. Netflix, I mean, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, they don't even need, I mean, Netflix has that enormous global CDN. That's also something Apple already has. Like, they just don't need the backbone. They don't need any of Netflix's stuff except for that would get them a whole bunch of already in, already in production, like great original content. But not eighty billion dollars yeah. worth. Like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and,
2: and it would get an integration with the TV app. Maybe I don't, I don't think that's worth a billion. And the way dollars.
0: Netflix got so much great content was just by throwing sacks yes. of money at great content mm-hmm. producers. And there's yeah. n- literally nothing stopping Apple from doing the same thing. They're, they're already they trying. They're you they're, know they're, they're trying to do now. that yeah. stuff. Like yeah. the content's been a little hit or miss, but it's early. They got time. Um, you know, Net- Netflix took a while to find its House of Cards, and I think mm-hmm. Apple will too. Probably. All right, so we're super-duper skeptical on that one, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Um, next, let's talk a little bit about Face ID. Who here has the 10? Both of you? Neither of you? Just me? Yay. I,
2: I, I technically have one, but my wife uses it
0: every Oh, time. yeah, okay. That's smart. Um, so do you guys, <laughs> I, I posted a rant today on, on Face ID and how I kind of miss Touch ID. People have asked me, like, oh, is that the 10? Should I get it? And I'm like, no. Get the eight. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just a lot It's a lot slower. And I find, I mean, just, just before on this very podcast, I was trying to flip my phone open and check our little list of what we're going to talk about. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking at it. I'm trying to look at the camera. And it's like, no, I can't unlock your phone. You got to put in your passcode. Um, I've also run into a lot of trouble using Siri. I like to unlock my door um, with my phone now. And I ha- it has to be unlocked. And that's a good security measure. But I have to have it out upright. I tried to unlock it upside down once and it was like, no, like your chin is on your forehead. What is happening? Yeah. So I thought it should be smarter about being able to lock upside down or at weird angles. It's kind of finicky. So I don't know. I'm not into well, it.
1: Well, I, I agree. Face ID needs to evolve to where it's working in either orientation i mean they're gonna have to put this on ipads where people yeah, regularly yeah. use them in either direction mm-hmm. all the time and stuff i mean it's gonna plus have now to, that you can just
0: mash bring, uh, the screen to wake it up like i'm not yeah. i'm not i'm not having to pick it up in a certain air you know
1: exactly mm-hmm. so, so they're gonna have to get there that is that is an issue your particular problems with it are not problems i i tend to have you know like when i'm coming in to my I house have very from, special from special
0: problems
1: <laughs> right so i can i can see where you know if i uh, had a. No, an apartment with, you know, like smart lock, like you said, yeah, I want, I want to have that security measure where it it unlocks my phone. It doesn't just use my location. So somebody can steal my phone and break into my house or whatever. Um, I've started using that
0: feature. So if you want to break into my house, just find me and steal my phone. (laughs) Right.
1: So, and yeah, look up where you live. Um, So that's a good, you could ask my phone. It would
0: probably just tell you a
1: security feature, but you know, my, um, but, but I tend to, if I'm out, I'm coming in through the garage. Because I have a house with a garage and I'm always like driving it, so it just doesn't La-dee-da. impact me in the same way.
0: Garage, Mr. Frenchman.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's just I I don't think all your points are valid. They just don't really hit me the same way.
0: Yeah. And I
1: find for me Face ID, I find very um, very useful. Like I, the only thing I miss about Touch ID is being able to have my phone kind of over on the side and just kind of unlock it by by tap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially since I like, you can tap the screen to wake it up. If I want to check my notifications, I have to like, oh, what is it? You know, and look. Yeah, I see all these
0: notifications that it won't show me because I haven't unlocked yet. And then I'm like, oh, I have to pick it up and look. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, of course, you can change that, but you don't want to. You want it to you want it to have to unlock your phone to do it. So that's the kind of that's the part that annoys me the most. Other than that, I really like that. I don't have to tap something that I can just look at my phone and see my notifications that I can. To swipe it open. And Doesn't not have it do always
0: it. go to sleep while you're watching TV? You know, you're like watching TV and you have your phone and you're like scrolling around through Twitter. Maybe I just have terrible habits. <laughs> um, and <laughs> and then like, but like your eyes are on your TV and then all of a sudden your phone's black. And I've tried to like tell it like, you know, stay awake a little longer, but it's a battery saving thing. Like it goes to yeah. sleep when you're not looking at it. And normally that's good. But what if I'm watching TV? Yeah. But
1: I just, swip- I mean, for me tapping that touch ID sensor is not different than swiping up. If I'm, lo- if I'm going to mess with with Twitter, it's looking at my face anyway, and I can and I don't really find that to be. What's your eyes
0: like? Go away. I don't know. Eh, well, you can turn off the. Phone
1: a,
2: phone. They, they, there's a toggle for awareness where it won't. Yeah, you, you can, can always Your do face that. and not your eyes, at least. There's that. Oh, okay. They, here's a good. feature that would solve both of your problems, and it's on Android. It's called Smart Lock, and I don't know why Apple has yeah. that. My phones, well, I have six million of them. Does it stay when unlocked in your phone, house? Yes, Yes. my my location and my Wi-Fi and it stays unlocked when I'm in the office or in my car. I've been asking for that literally for years. It even stays unlocked when I have a Bluetooth device like a watch or a pair of headphones like it knows it's me.
0: Yeah, it's like it's in my hand. My watch is here. Yeah, it should know that's that's
2: the feature that would solve all of your problems. Even if
0: they
1: didn't do all of that, they do unlock your Mac with your Apple Watch. Like, unlock my phone with my Apple Watch. Just leave it unlocked if my watch is nearby.
0: Because in your phone, if you unlock your phone and your Apple Watch is locked, it unlocks your Apple Watch. It's like, oh, if you're here using your phone, obviously that's you with the watch right next to it. So that's why it should work both ways. Every single time I had to do an iOS wish list, that was always the first thing I asked for was location-aware settings. So if I was on my home Wi-Fi, it would just be like, you're home. I'm going to turn off all of this passcode, everything.
2: And Android will even prompt you, like if I go some, like if I go to my brother's apartment often, it'll say, "Do you want to turn it on for here?" Like it's it's smart. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why Apple hasn't in- integrated this into iOS. It's it's. But you it's can not- tell it
0: not for like those like BS networks that are everywhere, like Xfinity Wi-Fi and like Google right. Starbucks, and you can be like, "No, that's not right, me." Exactly. Oh, exactly right. that's so yep. smart! Come on, Apple. Yes. Does that yeah, mean? I-
2: my favorite Android features. Does
3: that mean uh, when you pocket dial your kids they are like, "Oh, dad's at home"?
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's it's certain it's certainly one of those things where I think I mean Apple can't not be aware of it. I think it's just Apple's famous like security paranoia. Yeah, probably,
2: yeah. Probably, you know
1: that they're they don't want to even broach this. But I, I have mean, never heard of this being a, a real avenue yeah. of exploit on Android, Android yeah. phones. Have had this for.
0: Uh, well and they probably think like touch ID is so great face ID is so great like why would you ever want to like you know disable those even temporarily in your own yeah. home yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or even if Apple wants to limit it to your home Wi-Fi network, just something. Give us a bone here.
0: Yeah. 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 Like you can see my Apple TV right there. You can see my <laughs> iPad right there. Like you can see my watch in the same hand I'm holding my phone. I'm probably <laughs> fine. Like you don't need to <laughs> yep. keep the locks on. So. So okay. maybe
2: iOS 12 with Face ID now that it's become obviously become more prevalent on iOS devices. Maybe that's the next feature that Apple invents, but not really.
0: That would really help because, I mean, so the, like Face ID, it's, I think it's going to get better. Touch ID got infinitely faster in the second yes. generation. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just, it's annoying to me when Apple does an improvement that introduces new problems. So that was basically right. the the thesis of my little rant, which I encourage I you to go read why, because I love it when people read. Sorry. Me. People, so, sorry <laughs> I, th- I, I think that's
2: why we saw the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 10 because Apple knew people were going to have these issues. And, you know, that's why there's also the one with the. Uh, Touch ID sensor as well. Yeah, that has all the same chip and a good camera, and it's not crippled in any way because they know
0: a lot of people are going to want that eight. They're yeah, gonna, you know
1: they don't yeah. want to jump and, in for, and just you money. You know, thousand dollar phone is. Yeah. I know,
0: I know, it's so expensive. Okay, well, speaking of expensive, fun phones um, and other Apple products, did anyone, we just uh, came through the holidays here, happy new year and holidays to everyone. Um, did you guys use any fun Apple things to celebrate the holidays just to, to take us out here? Um, I d- definitely sent a lot of Christmas and emojis.
1: Uh, <laughs> I thought of doing that. I thought earlier, much earlier in Christmas, and then Christmas came in and everything. Like
0: months it. ago um, when people were still using an emojis. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I thought it wore oh, off for me really Christmas. quickly.
0: I had to bring it, it really back did. for Christmas.
1: It's the kind of thing where I really feel like they need to. They need to treat it almost like they do stickers with like keep updating them. Give them little Christmas hats at yeah. Christmas time and all this other stuff.
0: I mean the poop but, uh, emoji is so well shaped for a little Santa hat just perch right on top of there. Exactly, and emoji yeah. stickers. That's a really good idea. Yeah.
1: Well you can use them as stickers. You can just make a face and just drag them into your message. Yeah. And and they'll be a sticker. S- but but just keep updating them as you would stickers. Just keep Throwing stuff in there, yeah, or, or just like all the filters do on Snapchat and stuff, just more in emoji all the time, just go for it. Um, but I I did do my FaceTime call with my family because uh, my family's split, and every other year I go to my wife's family at word, and she goes to my family next year. So I I called them, but I wanted to say that the main hit this Christmas was HQ trivia. Everyone in my family playing HQ trivia uh, at uh, I think it was eight because uh, we were Central Time. Like we would at the whole house is echoing that guy's questions because there's eight people playing. Like HQ all together trivia, in a little group all, or all at once. Yeah, all everybody's fun. Like, in the kitchen, <laughs> in the living room playing HQ trivia, yelling about how they missed a the question or that it didn't accept their answer or whatever. I, I so, have
2: never played a game. I'm I'm uh, sorry to admit.
1: Yeah, I, had, I, 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 I downloaded the app and I, never, I haven't played it yet. It was the hottest thing. And they had a really big, what was it, Christmas Eve night? They had a really big, like $15,000 pot or something. Ooh.
0: Oh, um, yeah, because it's it's based on how many people are playing, right? Uh, no, they just set oh, a okay. number.
1: Um, the, the, the amount you win is split among all the people That's who right. get all 12 questions, right? So that amount changes based on how many people win. But,, uh, yeah, they had a huge pot. It's usually fifteen hundred dollars and they it was like ten times bigger or something. Yeah. Uh, and everybody was like really excited and played. And none of us won anything, but mm. uh, man, HQ trivia was it's the hot thing. It was all over.
0: It's it late. was uh,
2: on my new my, my new year's messages on um, my Android phones, they all said uh, parentheses sent with fireworks. So apparently iOS does that automatically when you say happy new year or everybody had the same idea. Yes.
0: Every Um, happy new year text got sent with fireworks. Um, The other fun thing is I use the Siri um, face on my Apple watch which yeah. I like, but it annoys me that you can't, like, customize which modules show up. So one of the top modules that always shows me is news. So it'll be, mm-hmm. like, a really terrible headline. And then underneath it, it's, like, a picture of my son. And anyway, it just makes looking at my Apple Watch <laughs> kind of depressing sometimes. <laughs> but um, so on New Year's Day, the Apple Watch did a little, like fireworks animation just wishing me a happy new year from my watch Um, but yeah that came up over like a a headline about the protests in Iran it was just like all these (laughs) terrible things are happening happy new year Susie and I was like oh thanks my watch also calls me Beyonce Um, uh, (laughs) in my attempt to make Siri like I I've always famously hated Siri and in my attempts to make Siri better um, in 2017 I did two things that made a huge huge impact one was changing the Siri voice to a British man. And then having that British man address me as Beyonce. Um, so I thought it would just be funny, like, Oh, close your activity rings today, Beyonce. And I'd be like, heck yeah, but it has gone all through like iCloud and iOS. So now if I try to airdrop a file from my phone to my Mac, it's like, send this to Beyonce's MacBook pro. And I'm like, yeah, send that to Beyonce's MacBook (laughs) Pro." it's incredibly stupid. It's so stupid, but I love it. So another little fun tip for you guys. (laughs) <laughs> so happy New Year, Beyonce! Happy New Year, everybody else! Um, yeah, this has been another great podcast. Is there any questions from from the crowd before we sign off? Uh, nothing at the end. Okay. Yeah, we covered it all so good that people are just just <laughs> lulled to sleep by our amazing talking. Cool. Um. So yeah, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Jason. Thank and you. Uh, I hope to be back soon. I miss you guys. Um, thank you very we much. Miss you too, Susie. Aww. Thank you very much to everyone for watching another Mackerel podcast. That was episode 587. We'll see you next time.